This is Broken Pieces, a Mosaic Chapel podcast created to inspire people on their personal journeys in life. I'm your host, Dave Carr, and on this show, we'll be discussing concepts that help people live their lives to the fullest, which includes connecting personally with God and all of humanity. Hey everyone, welcome back to episode number four, and I am here again today with Morgan Jones. And the topic of our podcast is really going to be focused around family. And what we're going to do on the show today is just totally unpack family. We're going to talk about um, the roots of family, what it means to Mosaic, some of the things today that are threatening the family. But I think most importantly, what we're going to talk about is how family is going to be a foundational part of Mosaic as we continue to grow. Yeah, super glad to be here once again. Uh, family is super important to me. I'm a father of four children, and so anytime I get to talk about family or my families in general, I absolutely love. So Right. So at least we know that we have an expert on family, given <laughs> the breadth of your family. You know, Cal Newport talks about uh, you know the 10,000-hour rule, and anywhere else in the world, if you're a musician, if you're an artist, anything, if you have 10,000 hours in something, you're an expert. I've calculated it. I've got over 10,000 hours of being a parent, and I'm not an expert yet. So. <laughs> right. I don't know. <laughs> who is. <laughs> yeah. Great. Well, one of the things we want to hop into today, I talked about in the intro, you know, the the view of family from Mosaic's perspective. And, you know, I think a lot of times, you know, from a spiritual standpoint, we focus on the individual. Right. But, you know, we've made a conscious effort to really think about family. And one thing I have heard you say a lot that I love is Mosaic is a family of families, yeah. right? Yeah. And so can you just unpack that a little bit and talk to people about what that means to us and, and some of the things behind it? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we think of the context of a church as being a church family. We talk about that all the time. And growing up, I remember being in churches and, you know, when I was younger, I was going to a Baptist church and everybody was brother so-and-so or sister mm-hmm. so-and-so. It was, and we even sang a hymn uh, about family. And so taking that concept that, that has been around for years and, and getting a little bit more granular with it and saying church is a family of families. And, and you're right, a lot of times, you know, diversity is looked at about the individuals, but if we really break it down, most individuals are really highly influenced at the family level, at the, the, the context of the family level, right? And so, uh, you know, we, we love individuals, we're all about individuals, but we're also about the family. One of the things I think that we all think about today in terms of family is the cultural view of family. And, Absolutely. you know, and we've changed from this whole idea of like, you know, Andy Griffith and Leave It to Beaver from the 50s and 60s and our parents' generation, the baby boomer generation. But I think that the view of it is very different now. So can you just talk a little bit about your perspective on that and kind of how that affects, you know, society as a whole and then also, uh, you know, religious organizations? Yeah. So it's always best to talk from personal experience, right? So I've always had a fantastic family. My father has been very present in my life. I remember him coaching uh, baseball and working two jobs. And so I grew up having a, a fantastic father and a fantastic home life. And I realize that a lot of our listeners may not have, have grown up that way. A, a lot of families right. are grown up with single mother households. And so the reason... Uh, I'm blessed in this way. And my dad and I actually had a conversation not too long ago. Um, His father passed away when he was 11 years old. So he didn't know what it was like to have a father. 
And so he learned how to be a father from other men that he knew that were doing a good, a good job or from watching television shows like The Andy Griffith Show mm-hmm. or some of these shows that uh, leave it to Beaver, those type of shows. And, and so like if we look at the cultural context today of, of television and pop culture, it's a very different context of the family unit totally. than it was 30 to 40, 50 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think the family has a harder job today than they did back in the 40s and 50s because of everything that we're competing against. There's a lot that families are competing against today. And I, you know, as a millennial myself, um, you know, I get distracted as a dad, right? Yeah. My wife so gets distracted. Uh, you know, there's jobs. I work from home most of the time. And so there's, you know, sitting at the desk and typing and working. And so it's easy to get distracted from what I believe is the number one calling in my life of, of being a husband and a father. And I tell people all the time when I'm having conversations with them, like, I want to be available to you as your pastor because I am your pastor. I love you. I care about you. I want to be there. But before I was your pastor, I was a husband mm, yep. and I was a father. And so I think we have to protect that. And so there's there's times at night that my phone goes off, that I, I'm not going to receive phone calls because my family is the most important thing to me. Yeah. Well, and I want to get to how family relates to Mosaic, because I think for most of our listeners, I mean, that's kind of what we're moving toward. I think most people are going to kind of understand what that means to our organization. But before we get there, I do want to go back and talk about um, – as we mentioned in the opening, you know, things that are a threat to the family today. Mm-hmm. And we think all the way back to the beginning of all families, right, in the Garden of Eden and some of the things that happened there that are continuing to carry on today and in culture. And it's, you know, they change names, right? Yeah. Like it's, there's always things that have been there and then it, it changes. But uh, take a minute and, and let's talk about that. Yeah. So one of the first things that that God did when he created the heavens and the earth and all the animals, he said, this is good. This is good. He would create the water and he would say, this is good. He would create the sky and he said, this is good. He created night and day and he said, this is good. Until he got to man, he created man from the dust of the earth. And then he looked at man and he said, this is not good. It's not good that man is alone. He, he realized, God realized that he created something that wasn't done yet. Right. So he created woman from that and they were together. And then he said, this is very good. And so then he gave the first command or the first like really dissertation to humanity. And he says, be fruitful and multiply. And that was God's original intent was for the family unit to be together in perfect union, in perfect unity and multiply as a family unit forever. And of course, because of the fall, because of sin and and stupid choices that humanity make, you know, we've we've fallen and none of us are are perfect today. Uh, but I believe that God's intent is for families to be united. Uh, and we live in you know, in the the non-church world, I think statistics are over fifty, close to sixty percent. As far as far as divorce in the household and in the church, it's it's about the same. And this is not condemnation of anybody who's been divorced. I mean, I've got several people in my family who's been divorced, right? Right. Yep. And so it's 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 common this day and age to say, "Hey, I've been divorced. Can I serve in the church or whatever?" And our answer is absolutely, you can serve. There's no condemnation. But if we have a choice to families who are in our church right now that are broken or are going through something that's breaking them apart, our goal is the same thing as God's goal. 
and it's to bring restoration and to do everything that we can to bring those families back together through through counseling, through conversations, through help. Uh, does that make sense? Absolutely, and I think that's what I want to I want to go further into because I mean conceptually, you know, hey, we get that. I mean, you know, divorce rates now, single parent rates now are higher than than they've ever been, at least in the American society. But I want to talk about what what is that what is Mosaic doing around that? What are, what are some of the things that we're doing through our outreach? You know, we've talked about missional communities a lot. But tell us more on that front. What what can you if you're a single mom listening to this right now? If you come from a broken family, what does Mosaic have to offer? Yeah, so the biggest thing that I think we have to offer right now in this stage that we're at as we're planning and getting ready to open up in, in just a few weeks is the fact that we're we're modeling to the best of our ability what it looks like for families to come together and worship together. Mm-hmm. The reality is, and this is even true of myself, I was even, when I first started uh, as a pastor, I was not doing family devotions with my family every single night. And there are still sometimes, I'll confess, like life is busy. I may be traveling, things happen, and I don't sit down with my family uh, as often as I need to. It's it's not an everyday type thing, okay? Pastoral confession time. But most parents don't sit down with their with their kids and most parents don't sit down with their kids and read the bible or pray together at night or do a devotional so the only time that a child sees their parents worshiping or reading the bible or participating in anything godly often is in the church and once again that's not a knock it's just the reality of the culture that we live in So we want to do as much as we can as the church to give children an opportunity to be in the same environment that the parents are in when they're worshiping. Mm Children learn almost, it's, it's almost like osmosis, right? Children yeah. see things when they're in the room, when things are happening, they learn from that. And so we have decided to bring our children into the worship service with us. So people say, hey, what about distractions? Well, to us, can kids be a distraction? Maybe so. But we want the children inside the service with us learning and experiencing with their parents as a family unit in a worship experience. Yeah. So, so we, I mean, we do have opportunities for kids. We think it's important that kids learn at their level. And so our younger kids up until I think we're doing kindergarten or first grade are going to be in the service uh, in their own specific service. And then after the worship, after the music part, then first through fifth grade are going to go back and learn a lesson that's at their level because that is important as well. Yeah, sure. And and if really from that perspective, you get the best of both, right? Because Absolutely. kids can be a part of the worship with parents, but yeah, they're still getting what they need on an individual level. Um, talk a little more about sort of where we are today because, I mean— numbers wise from our launch team, I mean, we have a a really high number of kids. I mean, I know people that have even come with us to visit are like, oh, holy crap, you guys have a a, a ton of kids. But I think that, you know, coming back to that, uh, you know, Mosaic is a family of families. I think that's so important to who we are. So can you just tell our listeners more about, you know, where we are today, how how things are running, and then what's the vision forward with, with families and kids? 
Yeah, so we have a really high ratio of adults to kids. It's almost a a two-to-one ratio, which is higher than almost any church that I know of that's in the planting stage. So for every two adults, we have at least one kid. So if you're a mother, if you're a father, uh, single or not, and you're looking for a place to get involved with children, this is our this is the place to do it. This is the church right. in our area to do it because we we don't have every, everything figured out. We don't have everything figured out, but we're learning together. We we are taking steps together, strides together. And some of my, my sermon series over the next few months as we get in into the launch is going to revolve around family. And so I'm going to be looking at some expert advice from teachers of family, people who have done this a lot longer than me, experts in the field. And we're going to break down what they say about family from a biblical perspective and give some real tangible steps on on how to be better parents, how to be a better husband, how to be a better wife. Yeah, that's fantastic. So let's bring it, I want to bring it back around for the for the listeners in terms of you know, today, hey, we have a lot of folks, lots of families, lots of kids. We're continuing to grow that. If you're a launch team member, that one of the first places we need help is Mosaic Kids. We need folks to help us, you know, volunteer and, and take leadership roles in that. Mm-hmm. But I, I still want to come back around to, you know, if you're a single mom, if you come from a broken home, if you're if you're going through a divorce right now, um, I know that that is so important in terms of our outreach. And so I'm gonna I want you to talk a little bit from a future perspective of what does that mean for Mosaic and where are we focusing as we continue to grow? Yeah, so one of the one of the hardest things, and I've got family members that have, have gone through divorces even recently with kids, and one of the hardest things is is when you have to feel like you're doing life by yourself, you know, you, you feel like uh, you're all alone and you, life has been upturned, right? Mm-hmm. And so we want to be a place that you can come to as a sanctuary that if you do need uh, an hour away from your kids, that you can check them in to, you know, Mosaic Kids and let them learn a little bit about the Bible and about God and worship and and take a breath of fresh air and learn a little bit for yourself. Right now, we have plans to begin a family ministry at Mosaic. And so this ministry is going to look at family from the top down. So it's going to look at men's ministry, women's ministry, kids ministry, foster care ministry, adoptive ministry, single parents. And so as a growing church, there's a lot of things that we want to do that we just don't have the resources or or the ability to now. But I mean, we have a whole list of things that we're ready to tackle as soon as we can. I would say out of everything that we are focusing on, family is probably the top priority right now. Yeah. One of the things I want to touch on right before we wrap up, um, I have heard you say worship together, grow together as a, as a family. And I would like you to take a moment and just unpack that a little bit and talk about, again, w- what does that mean for us right now? And then we'll wrap that up with a conclusion for our, our listeners. Yeah. So, yeah, I... <sighs> Man, I think that's so important that when we worship together as a family, we grow together as a family. Being in the church world my entire life, 30 plus years, I've seen the family member uh, that was on fire for God. And they typically, the the person that was on fire for God was the the person who came on Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. They would go to small group. They would, anytime the church doors were open, they were there right? They wanted to be around people who were doing the same thing. 
And so our philosophy is, is if you do life together, then you're going to grow together, no matter what it is. Recently, I took my kids to the zoo, and so my whole family was excited about animals and elephants, right? Mm, Watching the elephants and the rhinoceros and the hippos and all those things. And so it created a moment that we could focus all together on the same topic. And so what better topic to focus on than spirituality, than our Heavenly Father who loves us so much. And it's so important that that husbands, wives, mothers, fathers, children all come together in the same place. And we know statistically that that family is important, especially in our geographic, that that people are looking for things to do as a family, yeah. whether it's to go to the zoo or the ball field. And so the number one day for family activity is Sunday. Mm-hmm. People pull their kids out of baseball or football because they want to go to the lake and spend time as a family. So our desire, our hope is to create a place, an environment that families want to come to to spend time together. And, and so one of the things that we've, we've even talked about is this summer and over the course of 2020, we're projecting for 2020 and planning out our, our calendar year, things we're going to do. And so we're looking at taking a couple of days and not even having a church service. We'll say, hey, let's everybody meet at the zoo and we're going to have a family day. We're going to have a 10 or 15 minute devotional under the pavilion. We'll rent it out. We'll walk through the zoo together and spend time because what better way to get to know each other than to spend time with each other. And so we want to, once again, we, we believe that life is filled with both ends, not just either or. I can't, I can go to church or I can spend time with my family. We want to say, no, you can do both and. Well, I think that is a fantastic way to wrap this up because I know, I mean, at least from my personal perspective, I'm extremely excited about that. And I feel like that is such a differentiator for what Mosaic is doing versus, you know, a traditional model. And, and nothing, there's nothing wrong with a traditional right. model. Yeah. But for, for those people that really want to make church more of a place to go to to be simultaneously that family time and worship time. I mean, I'm very excited about what the future lies ahead. Yeah. So, well, listen, thank you again, Morgan, for taking time to chat with us today. We're going to have even greater topics coming up. Next is episode five, so everybody stay tuned for what's coming up for that. Yeah. Uh, but we thank all of you as listeners, and we hope to talk to you again. And even better, we hope to see you as part of the launch team. If you have any questions or want more information about how to do that, make sure to go to our website, mosaicchapel.net, to find out more about how you can become a member of the Mosaic family. <laughs>